Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Talk to the team today, so it was awesome. He had a great message. I wasn't cutting him off. He was dropping a lot of knowledge, so it was all good. Why, why is doing something like that important for your guys? Well, I think just um, there's so many experiences and so many lessons that you know the the coaches, former players, you name it, that uh, have gone through our program. Obviously, he's here over 20 years um, that they can share. And what I really love is when that message matches and aligns with the things that we preach every single day. And so uh, he nailed it for us and hit a lot of those things around the head. It was perfect. I also noticed like Danny Shelton and some of the other players, did they get a chance to talk a little bit? Uh, Danny had to run uh, before, but he's gonna, we'll get him back here and get in front of the team for sure. So, um, yeah, we definitely want those alumni, again, that have had the great experiences um, that were some of the staples in the, on the great teams here getting a chance to get in front of the team for sure. Coach, you've talked about building a relationship with a lot of the alumni. Who have been some of the guys that have been standing out to you that have been really been around the program a lot? Oh, you're putting months. me on the spot. Here's the thing. There's been so many that have come by. Uh, I really am not going to you know, get into too many. The, the one that sticks out in my mind um, is Drew Sample. And the reason is, is because he played on a Sunday in the Super Bowl. And he would, went back you know, with the team. And he was back out here and in our office area by Thursday morning, you know. And there's been other guys that have just gone over, over the top to uh, come and make sure they see us. Um, you know, Dante Pettis has been been around. You know, he's finished taking some classes and stuff uh, in the winter. It was really cool to have him around. You know, and all the winter workouts in particular. So after the first week here, how's the practice been looking for you out there? How, how they been doing? Yeah. T- um, you know, it's crazy how fast it goes. Uh, five down already, so that's a third of them. And um, just really, um, I thought we made some great strides this week. You know, um, threw a lot of stuff at them, uh, especially on Monday. and Or, excuse me, on, on Wednesday. We threw a lot of stuff at them, the offensive install, the defensive install. Kind of two worlds colliding. Um, and, uh, you know, those guys clean that up today. So that's what you really want to see. So the mistakes that were made on Wednesday um, guys on both sides of the ball really cleaning those things up and really solid practice today. Well, uh, well, um, will you start rotating guys more? It, it seems like you've been kind of stayed in your lineups that they've kind of stayed the same since you started with, with just the order you put people out there. Uh-huh. Will that start shifting around a little bit? Yeah, um, I think it depends on the position because you know the guy that's the. the uh, maybe the offensive line or defensive line, you know, trying to find uh, the, the guys that can, you know, jive together. Um, you know, maybe they've stuck together. I know you guys haven't seen any of our team sessions and stuff, so um, it's a little bit limited there on what your sample size is. And so, um, you know, we're just going to keep mixing and matching, trying to find the right combination. So, yeah, we will mix those up um, as we go through it. Um, you know, the early part right here is honestly just about really installing our, our schemes, you know, and 
you know, we are trying to get guys in different groups and, you know, always assessing that. Um, but right now it's about installing everything, trying to just get the guys comfortable with what that signal means, how to execute my job, you know, and so forth. Given that, how important is the first full day of pads where you really yeah. get to maybe see a little bit of... Yeah, so we actually went pads on, on Monday. We didn't tackle, but we actually went pads on Monday. We went shells on Wednesday, then we went pads today. Today we did some tackling uh, the last part of practice, and so that's going to be great to see the film you know, there because now you can see, okay, what do we got to work on as far as truly tackling the technique, um, angles, pursuit angles, and then who can break tackles too when they get the ball in their hands. Um, you know, always evaluating ball security. As a, now you're truly getting hit, and uh, did the ball come out? Were we able to, you know, do, do a good job fundamentally there as well? Uh, Co Coach Grubb talked about keeping the QB reps pretty equal, at least through the first four practices. Yep. Does that change now, and how, how do you sort of evaluate that as you go forward? Yeah, we did the same thing today. We kept it equal, and uh, we plan on keeping it equal here in the next couple practices as well. I just really want, again, a lot of install coming in, so some guys aren't getting the same. You, you can script it when you script it, and you can – determine who's getting those reps you can allow guys to run certain concepts and make sure they all get that opportunity to get those reps and so you know next friday we'll have a big scrimmage and uh, we want to be able to work to where those guys had a fair sh shake and and really had a good chance of running each concept a certain number of times is there anybody who you think is grasping it better at this point oh uh, i think they're no i think they're all kind of where expected you know um Mike, it's more familiar to him, and so I think he just doesn't second guess, you know, what the call is. Um, just what we said, we probably thought it would be before uh, before camp and or before spring ball. And but I think the other uh, Dylan and Sam um, have done an awesome job. Um, I think that preparation that they had going into spring ball is really showing, and I think they're doing a really nice job as well. So um, all three of those guys are the only ones really taking any reps with the team, seven on seven periods. And I know. It's probably a question again. You guys aren't seeing everything, and so kind of wondering that those three are taking all the reps. Do you have anything closely resembling a depth chart in it? Uh, uh, in all the positions? Are you, are you talking just in general? Even um, we have no depth charts uh, that are on my staff board. I'll just say that. You know, we're constantly rotating. Um, I think there's generally a one group that goes out, and there's a two group. Um, you know, but um, there's times when we're mixing and matching. You know, too. So. Um, uh, there, there is, I guess, in a sense, a depth chart kind of in our mind, and our team, our players, got to obviously know when we call for ones who's going out, uh, but nothing that would even come being where we feel we're set for anything. You know, we're a long ways away from playing a football game. So, are, are there any personnel updates you can make on like people getting healthier? Like you mentioned before we started that uh, Mecca Megwa, there was a uh, a decision to be made on him, and, and what yeah. happened to him? Yep. So yeah, he. He still is, um, I can give you an update on him because uh, I didn't know at the time when I talked to you last. Um, he will not be with us all spring um, or our, physically, he won't be able to practice all spring and uh, throughout the summer um, and maybe a little bit into the fall. So it's, a, it's part of the previous injury that he had. So That was a football injury, right, in mm -hmm. Texas? Yeah. yeah. Is there I, I honestly, um, the exact time when it happened, I'm not, I can't clarify on that yet. Or I don't know. Yeah. So. Is there any uh, word on uh, Kirkland yet? No, there's not. <laughs> yeah, you, you, I'm just as anxious as you are. So, <laughs> but you mentioned Friday. You mentioned Friday scrimmage. How much in general for spring football do you like to have full contact? Uh, yeah, I th you know, we get three scrimmages, you know, and there's a little bit of 
contact tackling that you can do uh, for a certain amount of time and the other ones. Um, you know, we, we want those big scrimmages, including the spring game, to be, you know, a time where we can truly evaluate and the guys know that. But we grade every single rep, so um, every single guy is getting graded um, even today. And uh, so um, it's good because you, you got to have a gauge. We got to have a gauge of where we're at, you know, and today we can assess, to, you know, the tackling and, like I said, the tackling and who can break tackles and make plays. I guess put, put it another way. real football. I was going to say, put it another way. How close to it do you want it to be, like, resembling a game? Yeah, today, I mean, it was – we weren't – when we got down inside the red zone tight, you know, we really haven't put in all those packages. We started working on it a little bit today. Um, so when we got down inside the 20, we just shut it down and we turned around and flipped it and went the other way. So we were a lot of just uh, normal uh, field position, uh, not working on – Goal line or red zone uh, situations yet? Maybe you can't talk in specifics yet because it's it's not official. It looks like a couple of running back transfers are are coming in. Just what in general? What's what's the priority for you guys adding to that room right now? Yeah, I think there's a couple things. Number one, you know, we need you know just uh, we're just shorthanded there. You know, we're shorthanded there, and so you need uh, need some running backs. But I also um, that those positions those. I guess body types would be the best way to put it. Those body types, your running backs, tight ends, um, linebackers, you know, some of those positions uh, are the ones that we maybe are a little bit short numbers wise. And uh, I don't mean it to where we're bringing in just depth guys or anything. I'm just saying we need guys that can take a lot of snaps at those uh, with those body types uh, um, because, uh, you know, they're, they're important to the team's success. You know, everyone just thinks offense, defense, but you know, we need all the running backs, all the tight ends, all the linebackers, you know, our DNs. We need those guys playing on special teams as well. So um, you know, we've got to keep building, keep building every position group and make our roster stronger. Speaking of tight ends, uh, how does Devin Culp um, fit what you guys try to do offensively and how do you see him kind of fitting everything? Yeah, um, really, um, he actually runs better than I thought. Um, so that's really exciting. Uh, he. You know, um, is athletic, and uh, that, those are the type of guys. You know, he's big enough to where he can get in there and be physical, and and uh, you know, uh, hold his end on that. So, uh, having those versatile guys, um, where every player, every skill guy is a threat to hit a home, to, to make a big play, um, you know, is huge. And when you can have a tight end that can control the middle of the field, isn't scared to go over the middle, um, but you know, when he gets that matchup one on one, gets the ball in his hands, can actually outrun some people. You know, wow, that's that's uh, that's what we're looking for. And so, um, you know, you, at the tight end position, you want a little mixed bag of what you got there because you need to have times when you can just really load up and be physical in those uh, special situations, goal line, short yardage, end of the game, um, you know, just running the football in general. But um, he's very versatile. I know it's been fun seeing seeing him and what he can do. Kind of feels like guys like Troy Fountain and Roger Rosegarden really seem to fit what you guys want to do up front on the offensive line. Have those guys been progressing through winter workouts into the spring? Yeah, I really like the athleticism. I like the mindset that both those guys have, and uh, they're very versatile too. You know, um, Troy's been playing a little bit of guard and tackle, um, just you know trying to figure out again what the best lineup is, and it goes into the conversation that was asked earlier about you know rotating guys, and so there that's a situation where. He is rotating and playing a little bit of both. Have there been any young guys that not necessarily were penciled in as starters or, or even number two guys that have made big moves? Anybody you could spotlight? Uh, um, I, I don't think anything of surprise, probably. You know, um, you know, they're all they're all like 
I guess once you kind of get to this point, unless you're an incoming freshman, uh, you know, I guess I always feel like once you get to your first spring ball, you're not a young guy anymore. We need you all to be involved. And I get that some guys started out further uh, down on the depth chart, uh, but right now I just think there's a lot of good competition. Um, you know, um, the, the young guys uh, really trying to show their worth. And again, it goes back to right now after five practices, it's been so much focus on just teaching, you know, teaching and install. Now that you've seen the team on the on the field, though, what, what has stood out for you? What, what have you seen that, that really impresses you, and, and what do you see that you need help on? I think that there's, um, I think the things that I see that we always just emphasize to our guys is there's certainly a, a want to, you know, just the they come out there and they are ready to go. They're excited. They're, there's good energy. There's a want to now. Wanting to, you know, doesn't always win you football games, but then. I think there is a you know part where there's a football IQ that um, is stronger, you know, on our football team than maybe when I first come into other places uh, over the years at different places, and so um, you know that's that's been very very encouraging, and um, I think I think there's uh, there's good balance uh, offense and defense right now. Um, I feel like there's strengths that each side of the ball has, and I think there's things that we got to continue to again build depth, uh, continue to work on, um, and some of it just might be still that you know it's it's. It's um, it's our install, and they're just uh, they're still learning it and still working together and figuring out the new terminology. and And for some positions, it's a little bit different than the others. So. Producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.